text then that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is our gospel reading for today from Matthew chapter 6, where we are encouraged to seek first the kingdom of God. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. For many years now, the classic rock band Leonard Skinnerd has closed their shows with one particular song. It's a song that people shout out for at concerts, even where Leonard Skinner is not playing. They close their show each time with the song Freebird. It's said that the members of that band, Leonard Skinner, never thought that song would be much of a hit. And the men who were putting together the album said it was far too long to include because it just wouldn't be played on the radio. And yet many years later, that song has developed sort of a cult following with people yelling out that they would like to hear it just one more time. What is it about such a song that might stick in the minds of people? Well, perhaps it's the song itself. Perhaps it's the way in which the music moves within the song. Or perhaps, just perhaps, it is simply this, that throughout history, humanity has looked up and seen the birds flying around and swelled with jealousy at their ability to fly through the sky. As long as people have had that opportunity to look up and to see the birds in the air, they have marveled at that ability. Think of all the trouble that's been had throughout the ages because people have longed to fly. From crude attempts made with wings of all sorts of materials, to the modern aircraft that we see flying overhead in our day. People have always wanted to be like the birds. They've always wanted to fly. But maybe it's not just flying, per se, that humanity wishes they could replicate as birds. For you see, I think the birds to us always represent, when we look up, sort of a carefree way of living. We imagine, at least, as we see the birds fly from one place to another, that they haven't a worry on their mind. Boy, we too would like to have that ability. We'd like to be able to just fly above everything that is on our mind and heart and glide through the air. Jesus, in our gospel reading for today, actually tells us that our perceptions of the birds are not all that far off. He says that, in fact, the birds are carefree. Why? Because they know that their heavenly Father will take care of them. He says they don't go and plant in the spring in order that they might eat later when the harvest comes. No, they simply rely on the Lord each day to give them what they need for that day. Our heavenly Father tells us that we too can be free like those birds. After all, his very care of those birds is meant to be to us a great assurance that he will take care of us also. For while God loves all of his creation, we are the crown of that creation. And so we are to know that if he takes care of the birds, he will also take care of us. Yes, he wants to, us to know that he cares us. He cares for you. 
He will provide you what you need. And if you truly take that promise to heart, well, then much worry will flee. We don't always take it to heart, I think. You know, we almost maybe, if we were to admit, act at least as if we think it a little naive to think that God will simply provide what we need each day. After all, we know how our paychecks come. We go to work, and then a week or two later, we get paid. We know how our food comes. Someone plants a seed into the ground, and then months later, there is a harvest. It can become all too easy to believe that it is actually us who provides for us. But when we start to believe that lie, then it is that worry comes. For if it is all up to us to make sure we have what we need every day, well, then there's plenty to worry about. We can become so loaded down with burdens, in fact, that even if we had the ability to fly, we wouldn't be able to ever leave the ground. Now, we often are stuck, worried on the ground, because we refuse in our hearts and minds to simply believe the promise that our Heavenly Father will take care of us. Now, as I was thinking about this week, I thought that it's not only the birds who sort of show us how to live in response to God's promise of loving care. It's also children. You know, in my house, at least, all of my children show up at the kitchen table about three times a day, and they just expect to eat. <laughs> it's not that they've done anything to help prepare, but they expect food to be on the table. Well, in a sense, right, that's simply the way of children. The children know that their parents are going to provide something to eat, and so they show up, and they are fed. Well, while it might be frustrating to parents at times, <laughs> to God, it is not a frustration. In fact, that's how he wants his heavenly children to think of him, to know that he will provide for their needs. Yes, God's gracious care and his promise to do so makes us free. It frees us up from the anxieties that we often have in this world. And when we are free, then we are free indeed. We are free to seek first his kingdom. We are free to let that be the thing that we spend most of our time thinking and pondering. Yes, we indeed should seek first the kingdom of God. For he has told us that he will give us everything else that we need. Yes, we are to go about our lives carrying out the work that he gives us for sure. But then to really trust him to bring in everything that we need. And if we do that, then our anxieties are taken from us. Yes, we are to seek his kingdom first. We seek it as it comes to us here in his holy church throughout his word. We seek it as we go out and try to bring that kingdom to others. Yes, we serve the Lord with gladness, as the psalmist says, wherever we go. Yes, isn't it amazing that we have a God who does not leave it up to us to take care of us. Instead, he promises that that is his job as the Heavenly Father, since we are his children. But probably more than any other time in the history of the world, 
we are always given advice that suggests that Jesus' words are pure foolishness. When Jesus says that we're not to worry about what we're going to eat or drink or wear, the other words in our world say, don't listen to that. After all, even the most conservative financial planners will tell you, you better well have several months of income in the bank at all times. Insurance companies will tell you with their commercials that even the tiniest change in your way of life means you need another insurance policy to make sure that everything will be taken care of in the future. And there are huge companies now selling survival goods that are telling everyone that they must prepare for any calamity that could possibly come ever, and that no must be spared. With all of that advice, is it any wonder that we are often filled with worry? For through those words and through our own sinful weakness, we end up worrying about the very things that God tells us not to worry about. And then we wonder, why are we so worried? Maybe today again, we should look to the skies. Let us ponder anew what it is about those birds that makes them able to fly by so carefree. Let us remember that they can do so because they trust their Heavenly Father to provide for them each day. They know that he will because he has promised to do so. You too should know this about your life. But do you? Do you truly believe that God will provide for you each day exactly what you have need of? Well, if you have any doubt, look to the cross. Yes, to the cross. Because there God has proven that he takes care of your needs. There he gave the most precious gift he had, his one and only begotten son, that you might not perish but have eternal life. If he gave you that, his only son, don't you think he'll give you whatever you need each day as well? Well, assuredly he will. That is why we each day need to remember the word and promises of God. Because if we don't, we'll simply fall back into our worries. And again, we know how to worry. In our day and age, we not only worry about whether we'll have something to drink, but what exactly is in that drink and whether it has enough electrolytes in order to sustain us through the day. We not only worry about what we'll eat, but we worry if it'll be presented beautifully and if every last taste bud will it is delicious. We not only worry about what we'll wear, but we worry about what labels are on the clothes we wear and whether we are following the latest fashion trends. Yes, we are good worriers, but we need not be, for we have a God who is a very good provider. And that's why it is good that we would take every chance we get to gather around God's word and his promises. For those times when we get to gather around God's words are times to get away from all the worries of the world and focus in on God's promises to provide for us. They are those prime times when God's peace can replace our worries. Today, you likely came here with all sorts of things on your mind. We'll leave here with this one thing on your mind. God is your heavenly father. He loves you dearly. He will provide for you each day.
but seek first his kingdom. And all those other things will be added unto you. Seek his kingdom here today in his word. Seek his kingdom here at his altar in his body and blood. Seek his kingdom in your home, in Bible class, or wherever else those promises of God are proclaimed. So when you seek his kingdom, then the peace of God rules your heart and your minds. Then you are as free as a bird now. In fact, even freer than that. You are as free as a child of God, cared for by the Heavenly Father. And that is free indeed. Amen.